unique podcast taking you behind the badge. Unbelievable stories exploring the day in the life of a first responder. 911 is made possible by Carlos Bail Bonding and Eric Buchanan and Associates, fighting for those that have been denied disability, life, long-term care, and health benefits nationwide. Now, here's your host, DeMarlin Dean. Welcome to 911. Hello, everyone. Thanks again for joining us today. And we've got a bit of a special episode for you today. I'm not talking to one of my traditional first responders, but I am talking to someone that definitely supports our first responders. And as they're actually doing an amazing job of providing a lot of needed items for our first responders. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring on my guest, Aaron Nearbon, and let him tell you all about himself and what he's doing today, because he's, he's got some exciting things going on, and I want you guys to know all about it. Aaron, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Just Let's just jump right into it. Tell me what it is that you do and how you help our you know men and women in blue. So I'm the founder and executive director of Cops Direct, and we're a nonprofit organization. We're based in Northern California, but we serve law enforcement agencies coast to coast, and what we do is we solicit or we receive requests from departments all across the nation that are in need of first responder trauma care equipment, uh, search and rescue equipment, all those things that are now part of the role of law enforcement that once really never was. Mm -hmm. And we are providing it to those underfunded departments that need this equipment, but just simply don't have the funding to do it. And we're finding out exactly what they need. We're acquiring exactly what they request, and we're putting it right to their doorstep wherever they may be. So how how do you how do you how does that look? I mean, how do you you know do you just get donations of equipment? Do you get donations of money, and then you go buy it? How does that work logistically? So we have an outstanding partnership with Tactical Medical Solutions out of Anderson, South Carolina. They're one of the leading tactical medical equipment providers in the nation. Okay. And, uh, you know, anything that, uh, you know, a Green Beret medic would use overseas, uh, which is now unfortunately the same kind of stuff that's having to be used in our inner cities and, you know, in the most rural, you know, parts of our nation. And so what we're doing with TACMED is we're fielding these requests, or TACMED is, or we are, and we're putting our heads together, acquiring whatever they need and shipping it out to them. And we're using the funds that are donated to us by the public to pay for those shipments that go out. So you've been doing it since 2016. 2016. So you actually are providing like medical kits. Like you'd see, like you said, like a medic in in the military. These the officers now have medic medical kits out in the field so they can do, you know, maybe a little bit more advanced type things before EM, you know, EMTs, EMS get there. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the the reality is, is that, you know, law enforcement has been tasked with doing so much more, uh, you know, in their role with, you know, mass shootings, uh, you know, the school stuff that we hear about, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just, you know, assaults on police officers. I mean, cops getting shot, it seems more than ever before. And, you know, the average EMS response time in the nation can be over 15 minutes. Right. And we all know that, the first person on scene often, whether bullets are flying or not, 
is a cop. Right. And when someone laying there, uh, a partner or an innocent civilian, you know, the cops need to have, uh, they recognize that they need to have this kind of equipment to, you know, to, to support, you know, the, the the areas that they serve. So who support, who trains them like to use this equipment? Cause you know, you still have to kind of know what to do once you have it in your hand. So how does that work? So it depends on each department. A lot of the departments that we have supported and we've supported departments across over 35 States now, I think it is. Wow. And a lot of them have some type of mechanism inside of their department or their county or with the neighboring or the partner fire department or whatever that's helping them learn how to properly use a tourniquet or properly use a chest seal or whatever the equipment might be that a department asks for. But what we are also doing now, uh, we just recently did this in Denver, is we donated a training mannequin that literally lives, breathes, dies, bleeds out and everything based on how you treat it. And uh, so we're really working more now to help train law enforcement because, you know, the knowledge is often more valuable than the actual tool itself sometimes. Right. Right. And so, you know, we're working on going down that path, but uh, it's, it's a shame, but it's very rewarding when, uh, you know, I mean, I just got a, got an email from uh, a department down in Texas today and he goes, your equipment saved a life a couple of days ago. We just want to let you know that that happened. And uh, I mean, it's a pretty great thing. I mean, he, people can vilify the cops all they want, but how do you vilify any human being, whether they're a cop or not, who's trying to save a life in a given moment? Absolutely. So, yeah. And we love what we do. I was going to say that's got to make you feel pretty, pretty excited and, and happy to know that you contributed to, you know, saving, saving someone's life somewhere else in this, this great country. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's not about, you know, a, you know, a violent action that's happened. I, we had a department in, oh, shoot, I think it was Alabama. Mm-hmm. And they had requested from us, because they were in a very rural part of the state, uh, a bunch of kind of, you know, collapsible, packable litters to carry, you know, wounded people out of a, any situation or injured people out. And literally a couple of days after receiving the support from us, they got a call out for a missing person who had been gone for, I believe it was like 48 hours, and they found him out on a levee somewhere. He was a diabetic. He had gone into shock, and they used our equipment to haul this fellow out from the you know where he was in the sticks, you know, to safety. So, you know, it's you never know what the next the next call is gonna be, as we all know. So right, right. As as possible. Now, do you have a, a, a law enforcement background yourself? No, I, I actually don't. Um, I started. Uh, I started out of college. I started working for my my dad, my grandfather's car dealerships. I grew up in Oakland, California, mm-hmm. and uh, lots of cops there. there. What's that? <laughs> lots of cops there in Oakland, California. Oh man, that that is a that's a job and a half there. I'll tell you something. And I, but a lot of my buddies were were cops in Oakland, uh-huh. and uh, but working at the car dealership, it was kind of cool because. When we get all these beat up old trade-ins that came in that we were going to, you know, send off to the crusher or to the auction that we weren't going to, you know, keep, um, they would borrow these trade-ins for like 24, 48 hours as undercars. Yeah. And then after a couple of days, they just bring it and drop it back off to us. And we didn't care. Hey, we were helping out the cops, helping out our city. And they never got burnt because they only had the car for a day or two. That's cool. Um, 
And then, you know, they were, they came back to us because we were so supportive. And you remember the old Nextel radios? Yes, yes. Yeah. Push the so, talk. Exactly. Yes. And one of the, the crime prevention units, task force, whatever, you know, uh, you know, PC term it was back then, needed their own set of comms to so they could stay off the main airwaves. And so we provided the entire CPU of Oakland with Nextels. And it, so I got an understanding as a civilian, the things that cops were up against in trying to, you know, fight the good fight out there. And, uh, you know, as time rolled on, you know, I founded a nonprofit by accident mm-hmm. uh, for the military called Troops Direct, which is still, you know, kicking butt. But from there, we had guys that were leaving the military and they were in law enforcement and they were coming to us saying, hey, you helped me when I was a service member. Now I'm a cop. I have problems here. Can you help me with that? And so it was like, oh, hell. And, you know, it's, word of the wise, nonprofits, don't start one as much as, <laughs> as wonderful as they are. And trust me, don't start two because it's it's triple the headache. So I understand. I actually serve on the board. I'm actually the board chair currently of two nonprofits. And it's, you know, seeing what these people do day in and day out, it's it's uh, yeah. it's crazy. And, and I don't I'm not invested like you are from the standpoint of, you know, day to day operations, fundraising, you know, myself. Mm-hmm. Of course, we help as as head of the board or, or as the board. But, yeah, I could not imagine running them myself. But you've actually you've amassed some pretty um, some pretty big numbers as far as what you've been able to contribute some some so far. Can you kind of tell us about that, like how much in, in dollars you've been able to help these uh, departments? You know, it's we're we're in the millions now on, you know, product going out the door. I honestly stopped keeping track a long time ago because uh, it's almost not, you know, you can't put a, a dollar amount on the lives and the limbs that have been saved mm-hmm. and will continue to be saved. But, you know, when you start in one little town here in Northern California and then you start spreading across California and then other states start reaching out and, you know, uh, you realize you got something good going and the public has been extraordinarily supportive of what we do in, uh, you know, making the contribution so that we've got that piggy bank full so that when, you know, Chattanooga PD reaches out to us because they need something, we don't have to stop and say, let's do a fundraiser. and We'll get back to you in six months. It's like, we got it now. Let's go and get that stuff to you guys. That so, is excellent. So, yeah. All right, so you have Cops Direct, which obviously focuses on on police departments uh, across the mm-hmm. across the country. Now, do you discriminate? Do you do you actually help like sheriffs' offices too, or just city police officers? No, if you if you've got a if you've got a badge on your chest, you're you're good by us. Okay, and you know, and so yes, I mean PDs, SOs, you name it. But also, you know, there's the search and rescue teams that we've worked with also that are parts of part of the sheriff's departments where they're not your traditional cop, mm-hmm. but they're part of that larger effort. And, you know, like San Antonio, Texas, their EMS units, if I remember proper correctly, are actually part of the police department. Mm-hmm. So all the ambulances and stuff uh, run under the purview of the chief, I suppose, or whatever. And so, you know, we are outfitting the ambulances down there. So, I mean, we've started to evolve now beyond just cops into all first responders. I mean, to the point where actually today we were working on redesigning the logo and putting like a red stripe through the blue or something like that because we're saying we're helping firefighters coming up here. That's crazy. And, you know, ambulance units and, and but still certainly the cops as well. So, 
That is you know? really good. So now Cops Direct started when? 2016 is when we started putting stuff out the door for that. And then you um, Troops Direct started when? Troops are starting in 2010. Wow. And again, don't let the aerodynamics fool you. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> civilian through and through. Because when we when I graduated college in 95, there was no call to serve at that time. You know, the first Gulf War was over. There wasn't 9-11 yet and all those things. But uh, my best friend was uh, a company commander in the Marine Corps. So he had about 120 Marines under his command. They were in the front lines of combat in Afghanistan. Uh-huh. And I found out by accident that he didn't have any of the critically needed supplies that they really would have benefited from medical stuff, you know, tactical stuff, replacement eye protection. Wow. So I started sending all that stuff out to him and, uh, and that snowballed. And so now we're helping you know, everybody from your national guard here at home to Navy seals and green berets in places that I can't talk about and everybody in between. Man. So, so how yeah. can my listeners, you know, uh, well, I'm going to ask you a couple of things. Number one, how can my listeners, how can my listeners most help you continue doing what you're doing? Uh, the honest answer to that question, no baloney, is make a donation to us so that we can keep the piggy banks full. Uh, so that, like I mentioned earlier, when the requests come through, we don't need to pause and say, uh, well, uh, 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 give us a couple months. Because we don't have billions of dollars in the bank. I mean, we we scrape and you know make it work. Mm-hmm. But um, so when people can do that, I mean, it's tax deductible. And um, to that end, you know, if there's a department out there that you know to the to the you know the the law enforcement officers are listening to this right now, if they've got a need, help us by getting your community to spool up and support our effort to get them what they need. So to you listener, if you need something, you know, rally your troops and help us help you because, you know, we'll do whatever we can to make it possible for as many cops out there as possible. Yeah, that was my next question. If there is a department that has a need, you know, what what's the, you know, what's the call to action for them? What do they need to do if they you know, I mean, need something from you? I mean, the honest answer is if, if you if you really don't need it and you're just going to try and fish for free stuff, do me a favor, don't waste your time because right. real cops in need have our you know, or contacting us all the time. But if you do, you know, let email us, go to the copsdirect.org website and get a hold of us and let us know what you need. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, uh, we did, uh, and I, I can't name the city, but you, uh, any fool can figure it out, but there's a, <laughs> a big city in California that has a very, very, very well-known amusement park in it. (laughs) And they contacted us, that police department, outstanding individuals. And uh, they needed over $30,000 in first responder medical equipment because that amusement park had no provisions inside of it should something bad happen. A mass shooter, some crazy guy goes in there and blows himself up and, you know, and innocent, you know, men, women and children are hurt. None of that was in place and they didn't have the funding and the amusement park wouldn't give them the funding. Mm -hmm. And so they came to us and we outfitted everything. I had uh, Boise, Idaho. Um, There's a great training captain up there. He's an outstanding guy. And I met him when he was with Berkeley police here and he goes up there and he goes, we need kits for our cars. We need kits for our officers to wear. And again, that was like $30,000. Sometimes only $1,000 of stuff that places need. 
but and then we find out that they were using our equipment in a you know in a in a larger you know shooting situation up there, and our stuff was deployed and you know and helped with what was going on up there. So you know that's great. Flint, Michigan. I mean, Florida. Pick the pick the city, and you know we're we're trying to get there. That's great. So you know if people want to help support the cause, they can go to copsdirect.org, Correct. Opsdirect.org. Yeah. And, and, and we're on all the social medias. So, you know, like and share there. I mean, it all matters. And, you know, I think the, the thing that's best for us, if someone said, what would be the best way to help us so that we can help law enforcement is just commit 19 bucks a month and sign up for a recurring donation. I mean, 20 bucks is in the grand scheme is nothing with what we can do with that. I mean, 20 bucks saves a life because that's a tourniquet and that tourniquet will get used. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And I also want to make sure, again, I want you to, to, to tell us um, the name of the partner, um, you know, tactical, I believe you said tactical medical solutions. I want to make sure that they get a lot of credit because this is a, you know, great yeah. plan. So tactical medical solutions, TAC med solutions, we call them, they're out of Anderson, South Carolina. And uh, you know, the, my contact there, the ideal with Dan Stout He's a retired cop out of Florida, so he really gets it. I mean, he is like, stop everything. Let's help cops direct out because to him, it's his brethren that we're helping out. And the the founder of the company, Ross Johnson, he was a Green Beret in Iraq and a, a Green Beret medic, and he created the tourniquet that we all know and use now. I mean, that that you know, soft tea tourniquet mm-hmm. that um which prior to him, they were still using tourniquets from no joke, world war two. Wow. It was that same design until Ross said, I can build a better mousetrap and save more lives. And so, you know, I met him originally with troops direct and he's like, man, whatever you need, let me help you help, you know, our service members. And then I said, Hey, I got this thing with cops. He goes, same thing. Let's, let's, let's do it again. So yeah, TAC med solutions, their products are outstanding. Well, that is we can great. go anywhere to buy product. We go there because they're just the best. That's great. So you heard it all, my nine one waters that are out there listening. Hey, if you want to help these guys, go to copsdirect.org. You can also, you know, TAC Med Solutions, Tactical Medical Solutions. They're a good company helping these guys out. And, you know, they're putting the tools in the hands of our first responders to better serve our public. Those that those departments that that maybe under underfunded or just maybe, you know, they just need some extra support and can't get it. These guys are the ones that are help with that. And, you know, the thing also is now there's this big, you know, and it's still ongoing. Let's not kid ourselves, you know, defund the police, defund the police. Let's vilify the police, you know, evil, bad cops. And these are the people that leave their family every morning to go on, do their shift. They don't know what their next call is going to be. I mean, their desire is to serve us. And we're funding the police when there's all these politicians out there saber rattling about defund the police. And frankly, in my opinion, that's they're falling straight back on their can now because they're realizing that that isn't working. But, no, you know, fund the police. Right. Absolutely. And after you support these guys, like I said, copsdirect.org, you know, you hear what they're doing. It's a great service. Uh, I also want to make sure I, I, I don't fail to mention the great supporter that's helping me continue to put these shows out here so we can bring you guests like this and keep you posted and abreast of what's going on is Eric Buchanan. So if you have a situation where, you know, you've had a 
an injury or something that's prevented you from, you know, doing what you do to make a living, but you've been paying for disability insurance and they deny your claim when you actually need them to make sure you call Eric Buchanan and Associates. His number is 877-634-2506, 877-634-2506, or you can find him online at BuchananDisability.com. And once again, my guest today is Aaron Nearbon. He's got this cool, cool Italian name. You know, I had to practice about 30 minutes before the show started <laughs> so that I could even pronounce it right. But check him out, copsdirect.org. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate what you're doing, sir. I appreciate your time. I appreciate the form and helping us let other people know that we're out there for them. Absolutely. And until next time, everyone, you have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to 9 what We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have comments or suggestions, please email us at 911.podcast at gmail.com. And thanks to Carlos Bail Bonding and Eric Buchanan and Associates for making this episode possible.